Welcome to the Good Rookie Show. My name is Fahim. And my name is Nellie J, y'all. And we are Good Rookie. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Good Tuesday. And guess what? It's the Good Rookie Show. Yep, yep. Right. <laughs> what's going on y'all as you know we are the good rookies coming straight out of toronto bringing you the hottest topics in sports and culture and y'all this week is no better first tuesday in october you know what i'm saying we're on the brick i, I think for him we call it christmas for sports fans because we got mlb playoffs around the corner nba preseason starting we got hockey preseason starting. We got the NFL in full effect. We got, um, I mean, literally every sport is on deck. So, you know, I'm totally excited. But as we know, Fahim, there was media day this week. Did you mm. catch any bit at all? Did you check out any of the media, the comments, any of that at all? No. Uh, Russ and Pat Bev had something media day. I was mm -hmm. aware I saw OG and an OB from the Raptors had a little, but outside of that, nope. Nothing yeah. Nothing well, I, I mean, I caught some clips, you know, Harden said he lost a hundred pounds, probably like 30, you know, uh, right, probably like 30, that, but you know, right, he lost right. some weight, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but he looking uh, real serious. We got uh, the Lakers, you know, still going to be mid to me this season. No offense, Laker fans, but I'm just saying y'all, but, I hey, disagree, but we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that. I mean, we, you can disagree and that's okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying mid, mid, and again, mid to me means that they're going to be like between the 7th to 10th. And what's mm -hmm. crazy is that a lot of Laker fans agree with that take as well. Um, right. Only because you look at the Western Conference, Raheem, let's mm -hmm. run it down, right? Let's run it down. So um, we saw the Lakers play with, with, with their full squad, but AD was there before Christmas. Mm -hmm. They were they were a healthy team. Mm -hmm. uh, they couldn't beat Memphis. They couldn't beat the War. They couldn't beat Phoenix. They couldn't beat Denver. That's right. four teams. Right. So, but, but the and the Clippers. But, but those five the, teams beat but at them. the break, though. Where were they the break. standings? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At that point, were they still were they a seven to ten team that you're speaking yeah. about, or were they higher? Yeah. They were. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So I'm trying to say. So, okay. so again, um, Dallas, like. If you look at the Western Conference, again, being mid in the Western Conference isn't is not a, a bad, it's not like I'm right. trying to be insulting, right. but it's just that, you know, there's so many good teams in the Western Conference now. Mm -hmm. And then we're adding the Pelicans, we're adding Sacramento, people think might do some things. So the Western Conference is highly competitive. Right. And the fact that Denver was a top six team without MPJ and Jamal Murray, those mm -hmm. guys are back this year. You right. know, look, looking at what the, how they played, um, lo losing Caruso, losing Kuz. You know, Kuzma, they lost a lot of defensive players. And now they have Pat Bev, who I think, you know, I think he's going to be a, a, a good, a good, good for that team. But again, right. they still got to play basketball and get the ball in the hole more, right. more than the other team. Right. So again, mid doesn't mean that they're, gonna, they're a bad team, just that they're mid. They're not mm -hmm. a top team. They're not, they're not top. They're not tier one, but they're also not the bottom feeder. They're going to be in the middle competing. So yeah. let's see if they can do some trades uh, within the, you know, trade deadline. But, you know, they look, you know, I mean, I like AD, uh, but AD doesn't want to play the five, want to play the four. Yeah. And their, their centers are not top-tier centers. They don't got McGee and the Dwight. All those guys are not there. So there's a lot of question marks with the Lakers. But let's forget, forget about them. The Raptors. The Raptors looking good. Siakam made a comment um, this week that he wants to be a top-five player in the NBA, Fahim. I got to get your take on this. Why? Okay, first, first of all, this guy's so rude, y'all. See this guy laughing already. Okay. Siakam said he wants to be a top five player in the NBA, not in the Eastern Conference, 
not in the division, in the NBA, Fahim. What's your first thoughts after your giggling? If y'all didn't see him, he, he smirked. What's your thoughts on him pushing himself to be a top five player? Awesome. As an NBA player, professional, a basketball player, you're supposed to have that mentality. So good for you. Um, Pat Bev could say, um, I want to be a top five player also, but just because you say it and what you do, uh, you know. So, are, are we comparing Pat Bev to Siaka? <laughs> no, I'm just star, a champion to I, I was, Come on. I was just me. saying, you know, you could say anything, but you have to pro show and prove. And um, I, I like that. Like, I like the confidence. You know, I'm just hoping at the end of the year, um, you know, there's a review on that and say, okay, if he said top five, and then we actually, well, let's do that. Okay. At the end of the season. So let's pit, we'll pin it then. <laughs> we'll pin it. He says top five. We'll see if he's top 15 at the okay. end of the season. Well, you know what? For me, the reason why I think it's refreshing for him, because we've never had a player on the Raptors pushing themselves to be a top player um, like that, like wanting to be one of the best of the best. Kyle Lowry never said he wanted to be a top five NBA player. DeMar Dewey never said that stuff. I mean, DeMar, I think, I'm, I'm not, I can't quote myself. If I'm wrong, y'all tell me, but I never heard DeMar saying he wants to be the best player. But to me, when someone strives to be the best, it's like you mm -hmm. shoot for the sun, you land on the stars, right? So I'm, I'm cool with that. That means that he has a, a passion and aggression that I think we all know Siakam sometimes doesn't give us that every game. So if he's coming out wanting to be the best player in the NBA, wow. That's, mm -hmm. That to me is a great, you said, great mentality, great approach. And I think for me, I think that energy comes from the influence of Scotty Barnes. I don't know about you, but I think mm -hmm. Scotty Barnes really admires Siakam. I mm -hmm. think he gives him a lot of positivity and goes, yo, yo. And Scotty says he adores him. So, it just shows you, Scotty just has this energy that I've heard before that just brings you a winning circle really and good. positivity. So I just mm -hmm. think this is a good sign for Raptor fans, knowing that, you know, these guys mentally are ready. So, mm. so since we're talking top five, in our franchise history, how many top five players have the Toronto Raptors had in, in their franchise history and for you? I would probably say uh, maybe Kawhi. the top five? Maybe Kawhi. I don't even think Vince Carter would have to no, say. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. only, so only Kawhi. Kawhi right? oh, yeah. yeah, only one that was so, top five. Yeah. I mean, certain players, you know, there's you could talk about it or you could be about it. Mm -hmm. And um, Kawhi never talked about it. He just did it. Uh, Vince well, Carter never really talk. talked he about just, it. Uh, he uh, 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 <laughs> Kawhi don't talk. He goes, ha, 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 ha. But anyways. You know, yeah, the ones that, the ones that uh, you know, sometimes well, you let your work Well, LeBron speak. talks about it. So, you know what I mean? Some players do talk about it. LeBron says he was the GOAT. Come on now. You know LeBron. LeBron has said, I'm, come yeah, on. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, some, yeah. I, I, to me, just personality traits. To me, mm -hmm. I think Siakam has never been this kind of person. He's never talked about himself like this, ever. Right. He always just says, I, I, work my, I work my hardest. You know, I play for someone, to, you know, for my dad. Like, he never talks right. about being a bit right. player. So, to me, this is, like, you said this before, Fahim. You said you want Siakam to be more aggressive and be that guy. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, if he's saying it, Let's just see if he's about it. And like right. you said, we're going to talk about it towards the end of the season to see, you know, what's up. So. Yeah, recap. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, Nelly J. <laughs> um, the NFL. Why don't you tell a little bit about the NFL and the changes? Because I'll give a little background. The Pro Bowl is NFL. First of all, the NFL season. You're much more, way more uh, in, in, invested in the NFL than I am. Oh, um, and, and the pro ball, pro ball, even when I did follow football um, to your level, the pro ball was something I never watched. No one watched the pro ball. As we've probably spoken before many, many, many 
episodes ago. It, it's probably it is the worst all star, or it's not really an all star. It's so it's the best. I mean, the worst recognition, player recognition, um, worst game baseball? of them all. Baseball. I wow. take the baseball all star game for hundred percent. Hundred percent. The worst. I'm trying. Well, it's close because the NBA has MLS, been terrible. MLS the soccer. Uh, you know, the NBA has been terrible it, the last couple of years too. Uh, but I the mean, they're ball. all. You know what? They're all bad. But I guess you know, like they're worser. I, I, what's the term? Like I don't even know. But yeah, to your <laughs> point, they're bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. So, but they're uh, you know, yay! They've got a new format coming. Drop the format on us. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's really dope. Uh, because they they had to change it up. You know, mm -hmm. and I hope the NBA take notice that they also got to change it up as well because what they did last year, yeah, very mid. So the Pro Bowl games are going to be divided, and this is as per CBS, I to shout out CBS NFL. Uh, the Pro Bowl games will be divided into two categories. Um, so one for, so they'll have one for skill competition competitions and a second one that will be for game day events, okay? The skill competitions is going to occur the week of, of the games. Uh, so from Tuesday to Saturday, is going to include non-football activities. So they're going to have dodgeball, uh, best catch competition, quarterback drills, and also thread the needle accuracy tests and stuff like that. The game day events are going to include stuff like three uh, um, a seven-on-seven -seven flag football games. That'll be around three hours um, without the offensive or defensive linemen. So just seven-on-seven, seven, right? Uh, scores from both skill from both the skill competitions and game day events will be compiled determine a pro bowl games champion so imagine like a mini olympic games i guess but it's happening around just nfl um you know the nfl players so the players will be voted into pro bowl and will be, and will be invited to the nfl to, to participate in either or depending on their skill set so clearly if you're a top quarterback you're probably competing for the you know the quarterback skill sets and stuff like that um each team will have 44 players and the members of the winning team will receive 84000 and members of the losing team will receive 42000 which is an incentive. And I think, again, the NBA, I think if you want to increase the dunk contest, pay some people, right? So I think it's a really good format. I think players will come more exciting knowing that they can get an extra paycheck. Um, 84K over a week extra, that's good money if you win. And 42K if you lose, I mean, I think it's a win-win. What's your thoughts on this breakdown? Did you say dodgeball? Yeah, they're gonna have dodgeball. Okay, so that'd be part um, of the just, skill competitions uh, format. Skill competition. So, um, football, NFL. It's a, a contact sport where they're like a lot of contact, but they're playing dodgeball. Well, it, um, remember on, their goal me... to have non-football activities like dodgeball. That's an right, example. Like, like so, so, I'm not sure what else they're gonna what, have, but yeah. What day is hide and go seek and Red Rover? Red Rover. And <laughs> like, what's bingo and sh bingo, shoot, bingo, who knows, man? Jenga, you know, Jenga, Twister, Sudoku, you know, Solitaire, god damn, what? dominoes. Yo, this have dominoes. That'd be dope. Let's see, guys, playing dominoes still. You know what? The problem is that these guys don't want to listen. The Pro Bowl, no one wants to tackle, no one wants to get hurt. So, just have, have a fun non contact thing, you know what I'm saying? So, it like I, I a, mean, a camp retreat, yeah, with alcohol. <laughs> okay. And some things. Know. And some so, things. So let's get into this. So do you think that this new format is going to change anything? Do you think people will tune in more and care more about the Pro Bowl uh, with these uh, circus-like events? Go ahead. Well, I think last year they had a good thing. Remember they were doing the versus battle? 
with like the different remember last year they had like the they had different no, like i didn't watch it so yeah versus, well i didn't so watch it but they had like a social media versus karaoke? no they had verses for like for plays we oh, talked so, about it on no, the podcast literally. yeah Okay, yeah, so, they had verses. So that Snoop Dogg, there were people commenting on different plays. So I think the NFL, they always try to do something a bit more interactive. I don't knock it because you got to try something, right? It's not working. You try it this year, you don't work, you, you do it again. You do it again but, right. but I think I do like the seven on seven flag football because I play flag football. And I think it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I think it actually is going to really push these guys to actually pull the flag and that tackle. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really hilarious. So I really, I actually like it. To me, why not? Um, now, will, now, will they be showing everything, like, on TV? Probably not. They're going to have an NFL channel. But, hey, why not, right? The Pro Bowl it, the Pro Bowl is for the fans, but also for the players. And I think this is a win-win either way. And I think they can push it on social media. So, why not? These guys don't want to tackle. So, I think, I, I mean, I love Rugby 7. That's fun during the Olympics. So, I'm curious to see how it, how it will be for flag football 7 and 7. Mm. like to me worth it can't be as bad as before <laughs> what i'm saying so right will it solve the problem i don't know yet i don't know yet i happen so the yeah the games you know i will i haven't i haven't watched pro bowl in maybe two decades just off of this i don't know if i'll watch it but i'll definitely I'll, I'll be more intrigued to see what happens i just think what they need to do if they don't want to focus on the game, and I understand even flag football, that's that's kind of interesting, I guess, you know. Um, but I still think they gotta find a way to find um, like dodgeball. It does incorporate, you know, with the throwing and the and the you know moving from the ball. It incorporates uh, football like moves. But I think you know they should go back to like quarter like quarterbacks. That's a main position maybe run like a specific skills uh you know how they had like yeah so so they're gonna have yeah, all that they're, they're gonna, gonna have the skills they're gonna have, that. They're okay. gonna have all the quarterback all that stuff they're gonna have the catching mm-hmm. the they're receivers have, they're gonna have all that stuff but they're adding mm-hmm. on top of that stuff like dodgeball mm-hmm. and so forth so it's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting you know kickers probably have to do some kicks you know through whatever you know they're gonna have all that other right. stuff but to me at this point it's like they're just trying a thing right you gotta try right. a thing so i don't knock it because the nba had not been trying a thing the right. nba is last year they remember they had the brothers versus like i i don't know what yeah. they're doing last year in the nba it was just tra- uh-huh. sorry trash so anyway <laughs> um i just think that they're trying something new and hopefully it sticks yeah i you know i wish them the best like, yeah uh, but hey at least you know every contest is going to count to a point so overall you want to make an extra eighty four, extra eighty four k if you win. That to me is the biggest thing. I think, mm-hmm. I, I think people take it more seriously now. And then they can get eighty four k if they win. That's like, you know, what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I do one, like I do one skill contest, and I get eighty four thousand if our if our entire team wins. Right. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. yeah. What to see? And in regards to ratings. Um, how do you think this is going to do on the way out of this? Because I, 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 I'm, I, I, I don't know how I think it will do. I think because when when it occurs, um, it's not like a it's not busy for sports. I think people will watch it because out of curiosity, right? And I think if they have people like Snoop Dogg and people that people want to hear, it'll make it more exciting as well, right? And, and this way, you know, your player won't get hurt because I think right. that was the issue is that quarterbacks weren't trying to do much linebackers weren't trying to do much because you know you ain't trying to get mm-hmm. hurt man like you're not getting paid for that game so um 
but yeah so we'll, we'll see again also, ratings i think it might be the same or a little bit more but yeah. i mean i agree with you i think it's i would probably lean to more a little bit more just because you know you're right they're, they're trying something that could be interesting jay-z's behind uh the halftime um I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Rock Nation. I don't know about Jay Z, but Rock okay. Nation. Yeah. Okay. Rock Nation. <laughs> the organization is yeah. definitely behind it. Um, this is something I think they should maybe put their heads toward and throw some things at the wall because I think they might have something creative, maybe youthful, something fresh and cool uh, to add to it. I would think. Uh, Why wouldn't they get them involved? I mean, go ahead. No, you're right. They could, but they got to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't, ain't, ain't free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure if they sign a check to Jay-Z or Rock Nation, they'll do it, but they mm -hmm. haven't yet. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Nelly J, you want to go for the culture? For the culture. We'd like to highlight individuals for the culture. And today, we get the highlight throwback name, Maple Jordan, born February 23rd, 1995. Um... He plays for the Golden State Warriors, Mr. Andrew Wiggins, mm -hmm. an NBA champion, by the way. Um, so big up to Andrew Wiggins for him. And I, I think, you know, like, it's so crazy how, you know, we have players doing stuff for the culture in Toronto, and I rarely hear about it unless they say it. So Andrew Wiggins posted something on Instagram. I thought it was really dope. Um, so he announced that through his Wiggins World Foundation, he... He was donating $22 for every point he scored from the regular season for him and the playoffs. So that was a comp that, that, that was a total of 1,619 points he had. So the total amount was $35,618. And that will be and that was donated to Boys and Girl Club of San Francisco, Covenant House, Toronto, and California, and Jumpstart. Uh, bond apart bond apart sorry and so this this was i think really cool that he did this but he's also doing it again for the fifth annual this upcoming season um and for him it's about helping underprivileged kids so he's doing it again this year i think it's dope that and again right the more points you score the more you can donate. I love those types of initiatives. So big up to Andrew Wiggins big uh, up, for doing up, this. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this, Raheem? What's your um, thoughts? So before I, I speak about Andrew Wiggins, I always have to mention this. He's, he's, he has, okay. He has, he's had some critics. I'll say that over the years. Yourself? Um, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Me being one of them. <laughs> and this season has silenced people like me so i feel like i've spent many years on the other side of uh andrew wiggins so um this is new territory for me to uh to really be on board and say hey you know what um he's balling and he's living up to the potential regardless of how long it's taken him to get here and do what he's doing he's doing it salute enough respect i just feel i have to throw that in there because yeah. that's kind of, I, I you know i was as you know wasn't very very much impressed but but Go i ahead. think but i think your criticism was it wasn't saying that he couldn't play i just oh, think no, that he yeah. was so talented mm -hmm. and and for i think the issue was that he wasn't aggressive right. with his talent and that's something that steph mm -hmm. curry has said that before and draymond mm -hmm. like bro just be aggressive like go off like you ain't gotta ask me nothing right and i think mm -hmm. 
There's something that we saw Steph and Draymond talked about at po- at press conferences about we want Andrew to, to just go off and enjoy himself, have fun, and be aggressive. And I think sometimes certain people can tap into your potential. You know, it's like that spark, that spark plug. And I just think that a lot of us thought he could be a leader for a team and be that head guy because of his talent. But no, he's not. That's his personality. So I just think, mm. you know, he's but to your point. You weren't saying that he wasn't good. You're just like, no. bro, wh- why no. aren't you put? Why aren't you doing what, what you can do? Right, right. And also, yeah, he was the number one pick. So I usually with the number one pick, you'd expect him to be a franchise player. I.e. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to this, <laughs> wow. Uh, to this point right now, I still, I still, <laughs> I still don't see Andrew Wiggins as a franchise player. But you don't have to be a franchise player to be an effective player and a respected player. So that's why I'm saying, I, like, um, we have to gauge everybody to their abilities. And um, if Andrew Wiggins is not a franchise player, it doesn't mean that he's a disappointment at all. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Now, in saying that back to his initiative it's amazing um very creative uh that he chose the points i have heard something like that before but it's always great when people actually do it um because especially when you had he chose a great season to do it uh, he actually scores a lot every year so i shouldn't i shouldn't discredit him every single year he can put up he can put number numbers on the board 100 percent, right mm-hmm. so it's nice to see that uh you know he's tying in a social cause to his profession right and uh i think it's amazing so and it's uh where in particular it's in toronto but it's to the boys it's uh it's for yeah yeah yeah, so it's actually four four charities which is listed out yeah yeah nice nice so it's gotta say shout out to andrew wiggins on that it's like that okay well for me um i agree with everything you said um you know also gotta shout out that he was also an all-star this year for the first time (laughs) Yes. A, a, a thing did, that we spoke about before, and then you were like, "He's never been all star," <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So Andrew was an all star, and, and and voted in too, not just like selected. He was voted hey. in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? You know what I'm saying. Who, Who would have thunk? Would have But I will say this: you know, it just shows you that as fans, sometimes we expect we expect people to to be like who we think they should be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like it's cool to reflect and be like, wow, like why do we all think Andrew had to be like LeBron or had to be like because of his talent, right? And sometimes you know some players could crumble under that pressure and could have you know melted away, but he kept at it. Um, I do think. Him being in Minnesota was detrimental to his career. I think if he actually went to a team that had like a, a, a star, like a Steph Curry, you know, like sometimes people need to have like a mentor, like someone to push them. And I don't think he ever had a Steph in his life before until now. And that's why I think, you know, sometimes for young stars like Wiggins, who isn't an aggressive type personality, it's like, oh, like you're really good, but hmm, your personality, I feel like you'd be better with someone like a, you know what I mean? Like someone that'll push them, like a Peter Tucker or whatever. So it just shows sometimes that in basketball, the skill set has to match the mindset, mm-hmm. right? And, right. I, and I think sometimes we think they should be or think like how we, we want them to think. And I think right. a lot of fans like us got humbled. Like, you know what? Why did we put this pressure on Andrew? I remember this point. I was like, I don't think we expect too much from him. I think he needs to be who he wants to be and, mm-hmm. and, and let him show us who he can be. And I think once I approached him at that, that way, that was dope. I do hope, though, that Andrew does play for Team Canada. Um, you know, our team, yo, our team could be really sneaky uh, for him. Right. If everyone plays, mm-hmm. yo, we can be an actual problem. 
Um, however, you know, even that was an issue because, you know, Andrew wasn't playing for Team Canada. But now right. we got RJ Barrett Sr. We got Nick Nurse. We got big up um, Nathaniel Mitchell, who's also a coach there. So I, 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 I hope, I'm hoping Andrew, now with this new confidence, he's going to give it to Team Canada, not just the Warriors. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, big up to Andrew Wiggins. Big up to all he's doing for the culture. Big up to you, sir. You know, man's from Toronto, always doing big things. So love to, I'm so happy that we can celebrate you. And bruh, play for Team Canada. That's all. <laughs> Ditto. Uh, with everything you said, you hit it. You hit the nail right on the head with that one for sure. <laughs> Team Canada needs you. Team Canada needs you. And um, you know he's a champion. So we gotta put some respect on champion his name. Champion lover. <laughs> Sorry, it came to my head. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. So Nelly J, you want to close out with that's absurd. That's absurd, Fahim, bro. What was absurd this week? What was absurd? Ah. This is going to go with levels. Uh, the Boston Celtics, this should not be a surprise to anybody. The coach, Ime Udoka, has been fired by the team. Not, not fired yet. Come on, Fahim. He's not fired. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let, uh, okay, let, let's, it's, it's okay. That's, that's why I was like, You're right. You're right. He's, you're right. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> so he's been suspended, suspended for the team for, how do you want to put it, Nelly J? For one season. For one season, no, but uh, what he, you know, for is it infidelity? Cheating? Oh, no, uh, for where are we no, going with this? No, here? so, no, so I mean, the reports say he broke a company protocol, right? Company protocol, yeah, okay, all. cool. Mm -hmm. And that's why they have suspended for the year. Uh, I'm gonna go with absurd. Absurd, can I explain really quickly what's absurd? I'm not going to uh, join the crowd and go down on the Ime Udoka on what has happened because we all know i want to look at this another angle and call it something else i want my absurd is not for actually can we go with two people can we go with two it's up to you man things? is your absurd yeah okay um so is it absurd with you i don't even really want to touch email you because i don't know all the details um i do know the details though of the boston celtics as an organization um bill russell who was their coach won championships for them and while he was in boston the city of boston had to endure racism um kyrie irving call it what you want uh kyrie part of his his uh his complaint with boston was racism fans um lebron james very recently i heard him make a point saying if there's one place that he's had the worst fans and incurred Something along those lines, Boston. Um, I think Boston itself. Uh, no one's really going to go to bat for Boston. And say that it's um, it, it. It's they don't have uh, a race problem. Like I think everyone, it, if even in Boston, they probably admit that. Okay, it's just so nothing. But <sighs> I want to say this about Boston: if they respected their coach, they could have handled the situation so much different. I've seen, they, they pretty much, remember Ben Johnson back in the day? Ben Johnson, when he was running track and field for, for Canada, he was, oh, he's Canadian, he's Canadian, he's Canadian. And as soon as, you know, the steroid situation happened, Canada dashed him to the side and said, hey, you know what? He's not Canadian, he's Jamaican. 
I feel like Boston is doing the same thing with Emmanuel Udoka. I think that if they had any respect for him um, as a coach, they could have handled it so much different ways um, without completely throwing him under the bus. And that's why I'm going with us sure with Boston. Um, I don't know if I'm going Boston the city. I'll I'll say the Boston Celtics organization, and the city can catch some strays on it also in regards to their fans and just everything about Boston and how they treat black players here in 2022. Absurd. Nelly J, you got it. Listen, Fahim, wow, uh, Boston, yikes. Um, I won't be so harsh. <laughs> so there's a few things that you said that I wanted to address, right? Um, and again, this is all alleged, 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 and put alleged, it all alleged, out there. Alleged, 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 alleged. <laughs> put alleged before every sentence. Okay, okay, cool. So allegedly, what I was told, and this is why I'm not going to be as harsh on Boston for absurd, but I have a different absurd than you, right? Okay. So um, allegedly, uh, there was a lawsuit um, at Boston from the alleged person that was consensual with uh, Ime. So oh. so apparently, there was a lawsuit filed Um and so they're they essentially was forced to do this uh for show so allegedly again mm -hmm. allegedly when we first when reports first came out well what my issue was just the media my absurdity is the media okay because they've been trash right i felt like it was very no offense to Woj, good guy but i thought it was very just the way he reported how the first report it was like what I felt that you don't report on things until you know the story. I think sometimes people want to report to be the first to report it. And I felt like it was very irresponsible to report on something saying, hey, he was suspended for a year for breaking protocol. Um, and that was it. Like, what? What did mm -hmm. they kill? So, like, it, mm -hmm. everyone's minds went crazy. What was also absurd was that people were trying to figure out if he slept with an executive's wife then i heard that he slept with an, a, a girl that was on the staff it wasn't even, it wasn't even her okay people what? were yo fahim it was so absurd social media how they thought it was this one black girl I seen, on, yeah. and it wasn't mm. even her it wasn't what? even her so she had to wake up and see people her see her name trending and it was like uh it was it wasn't me right no it wasn't me <laughs> Like so, my issue was all of that, like just the absurdity of the social media, the absurdity of everyone else that was commenting from the media, but didn't know what was going on. I heard so, Fahim, I heard so many, I heard so many stories and theories. Okay, comes out that it was someone who was a scheduler admin, um, and she was schedule stuff for him and vice versa. And again, allegedly, allegedly, husband, allegedly, the husband. Um, of her i guess she was talking on uh, and i guess ring recorded her outside the door and he found out about it allegedly so again fahim this the entire thing is absurd because the, the, there was no, the, the, there's been any accurate account of what was going on then bleacher right. report and they're um again trying to be you know first whatever they had a post about oh um he did uh, he did unwanted advances to her and maybe it wasn't consensual so now i'm hearing that oh it was actually harassment like legit absurd was just how the entire media for him handled the entire situation so mm -hmm. it's not just about boston it's the media it's mm -hmm. social media it's everything like at the end of the day right boston to me 
I think if they didn't have to report on the female, I don't think they would have. I don't think Boston would have reported on the situation because of an internal situation, right? But because the media got hold of it, they took it and ran. So, yeah. so to me, my issue isn't really Boston. It's the media and how they kind of forced them to talk about it publicly, right? Honestly. So again, that's absurd to me. Number two, if this late, if this person did uh, allegedly uh, sue them or not, uh, I heard this is why, you know, whatever. But again, the fact that it said it was consensual, then they're saying it's not like, come on, man. Like every report has not been consistent. That's my issue. Right. So to me, right. that's why I said, let's wait until what happens and then find out. But at the end of the day, I, I, I don't like talking on stuff for him until I know the full story. And even mm -hmm. even now, I don't think we know the full story yet. No, you're right. The only people that know it is Ime and that young lady. And that's mm -hmm. it. We, we're all right. going to be hearing different sides, different outcomes. So for me, the absurdity is that why are y'all so invested? Why? <laughs> Honestly, like, no, honestly, why are y'all so invested? So again, you're like, well, no, well, so, so for me, like we hear stuff. Okay, cool. I heard about it. Okay. Let's see so what happens next. But at the end of the right. day was what I feel bad for is the Boston Celtics fan base and players, because now they're going to be a center of this. And for me, the Boston, you know, they, their team was doing so well. You know, Ime coached them into the finals, mm -hmm. um, you know. And so for me, I feel it's bad that they have to go through this as a fan base and as players. I'm sure in the locker room is going to be very weird. But and then Malika Andrews, her saying a whole bunch of stuff like legit. The yeah. media has just been absurd for him. Absolutely yeah. absurd. absurd. So my absurd goes to them. But at the end of the day, um, it's basketball. And whatever Ime decide to do, that's his that that's on him. And every action has a reaction. So do right. I agree with what happened or what, how he handled it? Not. But again, I don't agree with it. Doesn't mean that I, I'm going to say, well, he's he's done. Mm -mm. Bro, mm -hmm. you live your life, okay? Right. <laughs> you want to do what you want to do, then you get suspended for a year. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's right. what it is. You take the L. And I think Ime took the L. He said, you know, and to the chin. And now he's he, he's suspended for a year, mm -hmm. right? That's what it is. Now, will he be fired afterwards? Will he get a coaching job again? I, I really think this will pass because something else will come up that's even that's even whatever next week. But right. for me, the absurd goes to the media and how it was handled altogether. Because legit, Fahim, I read so many accounts of what happened, and they were all different. <laughs> um, I don't. So Ime, he suspended, meaning like he doesn't have to go back. He if he could choose, I, I know everyone wants um, the money. It's a it's a job. It's a contract. He have to he go is, back. He has to go back. He does. So he's still on contract. He's, he's under contract. So, yeah. So that's why this is he's suspended for a year. Uh -huh, but he also suspended. gets a, but I think he, I think he has to pay a fine, but uh -huh. it's, it's under contract. So if he pulls out, he loses money. So oh uh, so so I remember, right? Like, no, but again, that's what I'm saying. So I, I, at least they didn't, but I mean, honestly, he could have been fired for that though. He could they're gonna say, you know what? I think he's better. I think they were better off firing him. If they mm. would have fired him in the situation, I would have much more respect for Boston. But uh, it's the fact that they're gonna keep him strung on, handcuff him for a year, <laughs> and, like, and while and, yeah, and while they do that, discredit his discredit him while he's under suspension. Absurd. Like I think they're better if you know what if they just said you know what we fired him. I say okay. Those things happen. Yeah, Don't you suspend know a man I, and then discredit him. I agree. Him. No. Yeah, to me, it's better if they just let him go. Mm -hmm. Um, but or or trade for him. You know, come on, yeah. the trading piece. You can trade for right. coaches. So at right. the end of the day, like we're, you know what? 
keep in mind suspension this just all went down this past couple of weeks so mm -hmm. he could be fired like we don't know and maybe because of his contract they're probably trying to find a legal way to let him go but not pay as you know what i'm saying like there's all right. legalities involved so i'm sure that's mm -hmm. the end i think to your point that's that's what they're going to do but mm -hmm. i also think you know um unfortunately people are going to have sex when they work together it's going to happen so you can put yeah. protocols around it and put rules but people are going to do them things um you know regardless yeah. of protocol and and, yeah. and my thing is that so for me that's my thing is like you can't stop people from doing that so yeah. you put parameter they do it they get penalized they get suspended for a year and that's it to me it wasn't like he broke in or stole money like that's an offense that you can't come back from, you know, mm -hmm. and still works. It's just that, you know, maybe next time just have the girl not work there anymore. Or you, I, I mean, there's so many girls in the world, you know, like you can't find someone outside of Boston. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But hey, again, you do you, boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. I'm judging you. You do you, boo-boo. You know, because yeah. again, every action has a reaction. So he took it to the chin. He knows he know he know that he was in the wrong because he broke the rules. And so that's what I'm saying. I don't think boss is absurd because that's the rule book. Like if you sign a contract that said don't sleep with people in, in da -da, you say you agree to it. I have a question. Is that in his contract in particular? Or is that in every coach's contract? That's odd. I, I'm you not know? sure. Again, like, like why I mean, would why, I, I why would that every, be you know what? That's like that's like no, the con the co the football guy who had that contract. What was it? Just a few weeks ago, we talked about it, where he had some uh, film room. Who was it? Film room. They said, uh, uh, not Kyler Murray. Yes, it was Kyler Murray, right? Kyler Murray, where they said they in, in his contract, con yeah. in his contract that he had to attend film room. And it's like, well, that's what QBs do yeah. anyway. So, so it's. I kind of feel like if they so had apparently, it, apparently it's, uh -huh. it's it's well it's well known. It's something that's in many like for example. Um, players can't sleep with cheerleaders. That's the NFL actual rule. Um, oh. But the issue is that he slept with someone that was below him. So she right. worked under him. So it so. wasn't like he slept with someone that's like a different department altogether. Oh. But the fact that she's under him, that's, that's I the understand. Issue. But I guess my, my question is, was that specifically in his yes, contract yes. or is that standard That's head standard. Coach? In okay. That, any employee of Boston, right, right. you... Okay. It, it, it's a part of the sexual it, it's a, a big clause in it yeah mm -hmm. so that's okay. that's why so again when you break the rule and again that stuff like in it it says like you could be suspended or fired for that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so then the day like you know it is something where you know that's a rule you sign something you, you know we all go through like you know sexual harassment training we go through all that stuff at any workplace but i i know some companies though for him it does say if you are asleep with someone in your workplace, you have to you have to actually tell HR so they can ensure that both sides are agree to it. Some companies say you can't report it, don't do it at all, right? So every company is different. So I'm saying, y'all, when you when you get hired somewhere, yeah. make sure you read every single thing. So he may risk he risked it all, <laughs> like not just his job, but you know, like. You know his marriage, and, and I just wanted just one last angle on the on the way. He, he's, not, he's not married. For, he's not married. Oh, sorry, my bad. His he's fiance, not married. No, I think they were they were no. their fiance. No. Okay. Well, what's okay, again? Even that his, is messed okay. up because so I, even I, that's I, messed up because again, I I heard reports that um she, she don't want to get married. I heard reports that they actually weren't together at all at the time of when he slept with this woman they weren't together at the time they've been off and on so again as i'm saying like this fahim there's so much gaps and right. misconstrued information we don't again no one knows the truth but Ime and that lady 
<laughs> right. Well, and I do know that they have uh, three children together. So I just no, one child, one child together. One. I saw, uh, where am I getting these reports from? I, <laughs> I kept I, telling I you three. that okay, one well, anyway, kid together. Well, even one. That one child is probably. I'm assuming they're old enough to know what's going on. Oh, for uh, sure. Years. So like, for, I feel bad you know, for that kid, for him. Things not... happen with the family. You know, we, we talk about the you know these athletes, whatever. But this is this is real life stuff. So you know, like families and real people are being affected by this and. I think we just have to kind of tread lightly and, and respect, um, you know, what, what this is going through because we really don't know. It's a lot, like you said, it's a good call on you for, for calling out the media because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things going on mm -hmm. uh, being said about this and we don't know the validity and, you know, like you said, everyone wants to be first out with the information. Everyone, be, and, everyone just wants to have a hot play, you know it's what I'm saying? So there. for those who yeah. don't know, they do share one son, he's 10 years old. Okay. And so Neo was looking to get a place there because, you know, he works there now. So she right. wanted to get a place so that her and her son can spend, you know, because, you know, in, in the NBA season, it's really high, it's really high, really busy. So, of course. but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, whatever happened between Nia and Ime, no one knows because I'm hearing they've been on and off, but still that's someone that you invested time with, you have a child together, you're mm -hmm. going to communicate, you're going to have still some type of thing. So right. whether they're together or not now, I don't know. But again, I, I just think that the reports have been so inconsistent, hence why my absurdity goes to you guys, the media. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Again, y'all, everything we've said has been alleged. We're not sure. Y'all, we don't know. The truth is between Ime and that lady. Someone say it for you. <laughs> Again. <Upset. laughs> right. All right. So, Lanelli J, you know what? Let's put this episode in the books. Yes, y'all. Thank you for staying tuned to the Good Rookie Show. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, y'all, as you know, at this time, we like to do shout outs. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm gonna do a quick shout out. Um, my shout out is to, um, it's a weird one, but I do want to shout out Aaron judge for tying. Uh, he has 61 right now. So nice. big up to I him. Like. I didn't want him breaking the record in Toronto. Everyone knows who spoke to me. I'm like, bro, you're not gonna come to Toronto and break, make history. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that here. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we did walk him quite a bit, but, um, Big up to Aaron Judge, though. Like, I think it's a big, you know, hallmark. 61 home runs. And, you know, I think he has six more games left. Will every pitcher, you know, walk him for the remaining of the season? I hope not. I would like to see him to kind of... But no pitcher wants to be that guy either, right? So I get it. Anyway, the big up to Aaron Judge for doing that. And I also want to big up Team Canada, uh, the women's side. They're playing in, right now, the World Cup, the ladies. So they've been doing, you know, quite well. So big up to all the ladies playing for Team Canada basketball team. For him. Nice. I'll be honest. This shout out, I don't really have the shout out that I was looking for. Um, I was hoping something was going to happen. And it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So now I'm saying, okay. Um, but what I do or what I think I should shout out, which is kind of something a little different, is Sergi Baca. We talked about Afrobeats. Um, on a previous episode and i know that surge he broke a record and the record was on spotify spotify record it has a hit song called champion and he's the most streamed uh is it the most streamed professional athlete or most he broke a spotify record with champion uh, yep so most streams uh athlete on spotify sergey bach i never would have thought i saw the little intro he did it wasn't very long though which i find it interesting he did an intro but he's he's uh he's in the record books for that so shout out to sergey baka uh season starting um afro beats he's african 
good look on you. Yeah, I mean, it was streamed over 35 million times on Spotify since its release wow. in February 2021. Mm -hmm. That's more than any other active NBA player for him, surpassing Damian Lillard or Dame Dalla. So, Dame Dalla, right. So big up to him. Great, great shout out. And All also right. follow Raptor, an X-Raptor. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you hear how Norman Powell say circling, the only game he's circling this year is the Raptors game? I'm really? No, I boy. didn't know that. Oh. That's the only game he circled thus far. I'm I like, like that. Wow, Norm. Like that, though? But I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know, maybe we can get a good solid rivalry with the Clippers, uh, Raptors, since yeah. the Clippers are, you know... Uh, they got two extra raptors the, the, there. The Toronto West, you know. <laughs> the well, they try to tank, but then they, you know, trade away surge. So right, they try to right. tank. <laughs> All right, Nelly J, let's put this episode in the books. Yes, y'all. That's a good rookie show. If you had a good time and you enjoyed yourself, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend for him. We're on all platforms. You know that if you're looking for us, that's a good rookie show. And we out. Peace. Peace.